The last thing we were discussing was um, a person gave a halitzata lady, and we found out uh, she was uh, pregnant. And then I guess either she had a miscarriage or the kid wasn't a ben kayama. That means it didn't leave, uh, it didn't live past thirty days. It wasn't a ben kayama. Rabbi Yohanan says retroactively, whatever if they did a bia or halitza, it works. Rishlakish says whatever they did when she was not a hundred percent allowed yet is doesn't count. And the Gemara went back and forth to trying to prove it this way or that way. The last thing we did was a metivet, the bottom of Lamed Hamud Bet. And over there it said a person is with a Yebama and she, we found out she's pregnant. Her tzara can't get married. And we discussed why, because maybe this kid won't be a Ben Kayama and she needs to do a Yibum. And that goes against Rabbi Yohanan because we, why not count the, the, the Bi'ah that they already did? So Abaye explains that, no, we're going to differentiate between Bi'ah and Halitza. A Bi'an, even Rabbi Yohanan will agree that it's not Poter, this, uh, this lady, because it was done Bi'isur. But Halitza of a Me'uberet, that would work according to Rabbi Yohanan. And Ishlak, he says there is no difference. That's the way Abaye separates uh, or explains uh, this Braita, and now it works according to everyone. Now, with that, we are starting Alamid Ha'amud Bet, actually, three lines from the bottom towards the middle. Amar le Rava Manavshach. Now, Rava says, I understand, meaning, what's the, why are you splitting this? Why are you splitting Halitza and Ibu and Bi'ah? If a bi'ah of a mi'uberet counts, then the halitza should count. If mi'uberet then the halitza shouldn't work either. Right? So Abaye, why are you splitting, uh, according to Rabbi Hanan, why are you splitting between a halitza and a bi'ah? Because we said, it's pashut, the chola ole leibum, ola la halitza. If she doesn't get ibum, in So if that's the case, our Braita, who said that Sarah can't get married yet, that means to the Shuk, it's still a problem because the bi'ah of the Mi'uberet should work according to the Bi'ahanan. There's no differentiating between bi'ah and Halitza. So how Rava is going to explain the the, the Braita according to Bihan Hachika Amar? This is what the Braita says: Hakones yebimto venimtzet meuberet. A person's kones with the yebama, and we found that she's pregnant. Rezolotina set sarata. Her tsara should not get should not get married. Why she may have valad ben kayama? Because the valad might be a ben kayama. And the bi'ah of the mi'uberet was not considered a bi'ah. And it doesn't work either, the halitza, right? Even according to Yohanan. But while she's pregnant, this valad, this baby cannot be poter from the zika. Only until this baby comes out to the world. Therefore, until this baby is born, this tsara can't get married to anybody she wants. Tanya Kavate de Rabba. There is a Braita like Rava. The tsara cannot get married. Because the valad might be a ben poteret And the bi'ah. Or the halitza that they did is not poter from the zika. Ela valad poter, but the valad is rather poter. 
והוולד אין פותרה עד שיצא לאוויר העולם, and the ולד is not פותר her until he comes out. Now, what the Gemara explains, Tama, what's the reason she can't get, that Sarah can't get married, that she may have a lot Ben Kayama, right, because maybe this is a Ben Kayama, if this kid is not a Ben Kayama, Miftar Tzarata, Hatsara is patur from her zika. She's allowed to get married to anybody. So maybe, uh, maybe there, this goes against Rishlakish, who said that uh, the bi'ah that they, that they did when uh, when she was pregnant, or Yabama was pregnant, doesn't work to be koner. This is the way you explain the, the Brayta. And we found that she is pregnant. The Tzara cannot get married. Maybe the kid is not going to be a Ben Kayama. And therefore this Tzara still has to get a Yibum. Ve'im tomar, and if you want to say, Halecha harov anashim, ve'rov nashim, v'lad me'al yalda, this is, a, it's a very, it's a very big question. Go by most of the ladies, go after rov. Rov ladies, they have a, they have a, they, they don't have a miscarriage, and they, they give birth, they ben kayama. Therefore, the, the b'rayta had to continue. V'lad en poter, achi etzeh la'avira olam, that the v'lad, is not poter the zikat yibum until he comes out. Meaning, we don't go after the rov until it is clear that this kid that comes out is a ben kayama or not. Amar bilazar, efshar ita leha deresh lakish, velot nan la bematnitin, we don't have a mishnah. You tell me the halacha could be like Rabbi Resh lakish, and we don't have a mishnah or something like him. He ended up finding a Mishnah Mephoreshet like Rosh Lakish. A lady whose uh, husband took, the, I guess, the second wife to the, on a vacation. This lady should not get uh, married. And it sounds like, and, and even if you give her a Halitza, she's always going to be a Sur. And she cannot get a Yibum until she should know if her tsara had a baby. Because maybe her tsara was pregnant when she went with her husband, Timdinatayam. And only when she finds out that uh, that she wasn't pregnant, then she's mutar. Now, I understand. Okay, Yibum don't. Why? Because maybe she's pregnant. She has a Ben Kayama, which is a Deoraita, right? But not to get a Halitza. Why not? Now, we're understanding right now that uh, that the two wives, both Sarot, are connected. That means if one of them is pregnant, then the other one is also quote unquote considered pregnant, and the halitza or yibum that she would get is uh, worthless. Which leads the Gemara to explain. Now, this tzara should uh, not get a halitza within nine months and then get married within the ninth months. Why no? Because maybe. Her tzara's uh, baby will be a ben kayama, and then uh, she's not mutar until that baby comes out. 
within nine months, right? And will count as if the quote-unquote pregnant uh, lady, even though she's not pregnant, or her tzara, so they're considered both pregnant. Let her get a halitza within the nine months of her husband's death. She should be able to get married after nine months, whether that the kid is a ben kayama or not. So now, what do you see from here? That halitzat mi'uberet or her tzara were all connected. It doesn't work, and therefore we're worried that maybe she has a, she has a miscarriage or the kid is not a ben kayama, and uh, the halitza wouldn't work. The Gemara pushes now Rabbi Lazar. Utamech, according to you, that the whole idea of this Braita uh, was because the Halitzav Me'uberet is not Me'uberet, is not, it uh, doesn't work. Tahlots Vitina Sela Hatisha, she should be able to get a Halitza after nine months. You explained the Braita. Uh, before, when it says, uh, We understood she's not allowed to get married, period, even Alida Halitza, period, done. So, why shouldn't she get a Halitza after nine months and be able to get uh, and, and be able to get married? And uh, Tosfot says, You know, this is a Pashut uh, question, I doesn't understand. Uh, uh, why Rabbi Lazar would try to prove that she'll never be able to get a Yibum or a Halitza. And uh, there's an Orletzion here who tries to explain what was uh, Rabbi Lazar's Havamina. Ela, so the Gemara answers, Bar Mina Dahi. You can't prove anything from that Mishnah. That the, the reason has nothing to do with uh, the fact that uh, she's not allowed to get a marriage, she's not allowed to get a Halitza. It's really because of the, both, uh, what they both said. Maybe this kid is going to be a Ben Kayama. And she wouldn't need a Yibum. And the Haitza was for no reason. And she's really allowed to get married to a Kohen. Now we need a whole... Uh, you know, we need to go tell everyone in public that she's Kasher Lekuna. Karuz Lekuna. And I guess Nafkamina would be that uh, if she did get a halitza, it doesn't count, and she's still allowed uh, with the krovim of the the holets. Or like Tosfot says, if she was already divorced, and like who cares? Uh, maybe she's still allowed. So the Gemara asks, "Vilitzricha, so why not do the cruise and that's it? Let her get married. What's the problem? No, dilma ika inish dehave b'halitza, v'lo dehave b'chraza. Someone's going to see the halitza and she says, oh, she's pasul lekuna. No one's going to be there when they t- announce that the halitza was nothing because the lady had a baby who was a ben kayama. V'atel emar kashare halitza lekuna. People are going to say that halitza was allowed to marry kohen. And the Ritva asks of here, so let her be pasul to kohen. What's the problem, right? Let her get the halitza. Let people say she's a sort of kohen, and that's it. Let her. She she wants to marry Israel, Levi. Go do whatever you want. And the Ritva explains because she might uh, find a kohen with our luck, and uh, the, the, and she'll say I'm mutar anyways, and uh, she won't keep to her word. Now the Gemara pushes Rabbi Azar a different way. Wait, does it when it said does that mean she shouldn't get a halitza or a yibum? she shouldn't get married to anyone she wants. Okay, don't get married, don't get a yibum. 
Belo halitza without a halitza, meaning a halitza still should work. But if she gets a halitza, she should be mutar after nine months. And in Akhenami, you want to wait nine months until the baby comes out and you're Pashur Patur? Okay. So what Rabbi Lazar tried to prove, Resh Lakish Shita, we didn't like it. Tanya Kavate de Resh Lakish. So we have a Braitalak Resh Lakish. Aholetz the Moberet Vihipila. Uh, a person gave a halitzata me'oberet and she had a miscarriage she needs a halitza from the brothers and the most of the Rishonim say even the same guy could give a halitza again and the Rashba says no, Davka every other brother the halacha is like Rish Lakish in these three um, halachot. Hada, Hada Maran, this one over here that we're talking about, that the Bi'ah and the Halitza of the Mi'uberet doesn't work, period. Idach, the other one is uh, the Mishnah, the Tanan of Halek Nechasav Alpiv. A person gives, uh, is giving, I guess he's a Shekhiv Merah, he's about to pass away, and over there he doesn't have to have a written will. We just go by whatever he says. And he wants to start giving out presents over there at that side. He's giving one a little bit more, one a little bit less. Or he evened out the bechor, meaning everyone's going to get even, right? I'm giving now a pre. I'm giving now a present. Everyone's getting even. Nobody's getting more. Devarav kayamin. Whatever he said works. amar But if he said, after I die, you will get uh, as an inheritance. Lo amaklum, you don't uh, you you don't get anything. Whatever he said doesn't count. Why? Because that's a tnai al mashikatuv batora. The Torah says the bechor gets double. You're going against katav ben betachila ben basof. But if you wrote ben ben tzav bishum matana, if you wrote anywhere on the star that it's I'm giving as a present, devarav kayamin, then everything uh, works. Meaning. Uh, as long as he's not saying the, the word inheritance, or as long as he actually just said the word matana once, to be to be clear, uh, anywhere on the, on that star or any at any point, then uh, then he's, he's allowed to give a present while he's still alive. Now, Rish Lakish said on that halacha where the Shachiv Merah gave a present to two people, and one he wrote uh, matana, the other one he wrote Yerusha. Now, even though. To both, he wrote in one star. We don't say that this one got in matana and the other one also gets a matana, even though it was written Yerusha. Le'olam lokana. Rather, we have to say that you never get the the one who got Yerusha is not kone achiomar until he writes ploniu ploni Yerushu sade ploniu plonit. These two are going to inherit this uh, the the following lands. And that I give them as a present and they will inherit it. Meaning, you say the word matana to both of them and therefore both can be kone. Meaning, he wasn't arguing on what we just said. He's just explaining that in the case where one got a one he wrote matana, the other one he wrote yerusha, the brother who he wrote yerusha for is not kone anything. Now, Rabbi Yohanan over there in Babatra. And says that oh, it says matana once. Uh, if it doesn't make a difference if it was only to one of them, still everyone's kone. Okay, halacha number three that we held like Rish Lakish. A person writes all of his, uh, I guess, all, all his, uh, I guess, everything he owns to his son. Right, it means he wants to give it to him uh, now. And the perot leahar moto. Meaning, you will get the fruits after I uh, die. 
האב אינו יכול למכור מפני שנתנן לבן. He can't sell the נכסים, he can't sell anything because he gave it to the, the bad. והבן אינו יכול למכור שהן ברשות האב. The son can't sell either the פירות because the פירות מפני שהן in the father's רשות. מחר האב מכורין. Therefore, if a father sells נכסים מכורין, right? Well, they're sold until he dies. Once he dies, everything goes back to the son. And if the, the Ben sells whatever his part, the, I guess the, whoever bought it from the son is not, uh, doesn't get it until, he, until the father dies. And only then the, I mean, he, the, this uh, transaction could take place. ויתמר, אני רוצה, מחר הבן בחיי האב, עומד הבן בחיי האב. Now I've said that if the, the, the son sells in the lifetime of the father, now the son dies בחיי האב, the son now dies and he never was able to be יורש. רבי יוחנן אמר, לא קנה לוקח בעיר, didn't get anything, and the reason is, Usually we would say that, I guess, uh, this guy's children, the guy who died, the, the son who died, his children, um, will be Yoresh. But once he sold it to someone, it's like he's saying, I don't want uh, any Helek over here. And I guess uh, it goes back to the father. And when the father dies, it will go to the regular Yorshim. Veresh Lakish Amar Kana Lokeh, the Lokeh is Kone de Nechasim after the father died. Now, what's the, the Sivara behind their Mahloket? Rabbi Yohanan Amar, lo kana lokeach kinyan perot ke kinyan aguftame. You're not, the, the lokeach was not koneh de nechasim after the father died. Why? Because kinyan perot, what you could, the, the fact that the father has zechut, the right to eat the fruits, it shows that he has a connection to the land. And therefore, the sale that the son did doesn't count as a sale, Bichlal. And you have to say before, I guess, when uh, when when if the, the the son is still alive, he was just mocher um, the rights to, uh, that he's going to have after his father died. But over here, he didn't get any rights. Veresh Lakish Amar Kana Lokeh. No, the Lokeh is Kone after the the father died. Kinyan Perot Lav Kinyan Aguf Dame because the Kinyan the, the right that the father has to eat. Uh, the fruits is not like uh, the ownership of the actual land. Therefore, what the son did did count as a sale, and therefore it belongs to the lokeah after it was uh, sold and after the father dies. And in these three cases, halacha is like resh lakish. Now the Gemara uh, goes back to the Mishnah a person who is with the Yibaman. We found out she's pregnant. In havalat shel kayama, if the uh, if the child does not uh, live, we said yekayem, uh, he can still be married to her. Tana mishum Rabbi Leizer amru yotzi beget. In the name of Rabbi Leizer said we penalize him and we make him give a uh, get. Um, and here there's a machloket uh, if she needs a halitza. Also, you have Rashi who says she just needs a get. Tosfot Yishanim says she also needs a halitza, and there shouldn't go into it over there. Now. So Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Le'ezer both said to, to be conest, to penalize a person who is with a me'uberet, um, who is asur to him, even after the, the isur, went, meaning the hashash of the isur went away.
Over here, we just said him, which argues on our Mishnah, and he says she needs a get. A person cannot marry the Me'uberet. Um, uh, another, if a person dies, uh, he left his wife and she's pregnant. A person is not allowed to marry that lady, or if she's nursing, uh, I guess the first 24 months, and the reason for that is you might hurt the child, according to Rambam, during Bi'ah, or you might, uh, or if she gets pregnant, she might, you might take away the milk. Therefore, she's a suit to get married until 24 months after the, the child is born. And if he does marry her within those 24 months, Yotzi, Velo Yahzir, Olamit, Diverbimir. You shouldn't, he should give her, you should, I guess, uh, give her a get or whatever it is, separate from her and never get married to her again. And when the time comes, he could, uh, he could remarry her. And over here, Tosfot says, What if he just did a kiddushin? He didn't fully marry her, he just did a kiddushin. And he brings down in the name of Rabbi Orlinch that he says she doesn't need a get, you just need to separate. The Rambam holds the same way, and the Ravad uh, holds that he argues in the Rambam, he says she no, she needs a get. And Tosafot, uh, it depends if, if the Mekadesh, they don't need a get, if they got married, they do need a get. Uh, okay, I am Sham. Amale Abaye. So now Abaye tells Rabbah, Mimai, who says that Rabbi Meir and Rabbi just say the same thing? Dilmalohi, maybe it's not true. Maybe only said over here that if a person is in the and she's pregnant, because he might hit Isur which is a deraita. But Hatam, a stumble lady who's pregnant, it's a Isur de Rabbanan. Maybe he holds like Rabbanan who are going to be Meir, and maybe after 24 months he's allowed to marry her. Inami, or you could say Atkan no Kamaribim Irhatam Ribimeir by the Nosemi Obert Havero O Elamishum Drabanan. It's Isu Drabanan, Hachim Asu Hizuko, Divrahem, you tell me Shotora. Right, Hachami, more very Mahmir on this words. Aval Hacham, like a that whole situation with the, the, the Yebama who's Meoberet. Midioraita, it's it's since it's a disur deoraita, mifresh pashemi, and no one's gonna mess around with that type of stuff. It was a mistake. No one's gonna redo it. So why maybe Rabbi Meir wouldn't uh, hold like Rabbi Eliezer who said her with the olamit to get? Amarava, olivre hachamim. Okay, according to hachamim, who allow you to marry the meoberet havero after twenty four months, yotzia beget. Give her a get. Why? Why do you have to uh, separate? To give her a get, and then then remarry her twenty four months later. It does make sense. Uh, we we it's a proof to Rava. Look at that you have to give her a get. Any child that uh, was inside, that was alive for 30 days, no nefel. Right? It's not considered a nefel, and his mother is patur from Yibum, Halitza, Haloshaha. Now, if he didn't make it the 30 days, Sefekahu, it's a safek if he's a nefel or not, and therefore his mother gets a Halitza, not a Yibum. 
Al-Tosfot asks right away, once this child is born, why don't we say that uh, there's a rov, we go after rov, rov children, make it past 30 days. And he said, no, since a child uh, dying early um, is a mi'ut, it's, it's, yes, it is a minority, but it does happen. And therefore, since it's matsui, um, it should be something that we take into consideration. And therefore... His mother at least gets a halitza and not uh, free to go completely. Now, another thing to bring out is uh, Rashi over here is explaining that all this is we're not sure if he's a full-term baby, I mean the full nine months. Um, we're not sure. And in that case, we need 30 days to prove that he's a... Uh, that he's a ben uh, kayama. But if it's a full-term baby, we know nine months, nine months... Then, in that case, um, uh, even if the child is one day old, he's poter his mother from Ibn Muhalitza, and there's a mahlokit and rishonim into all that. So again, to recap, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, 30 days, he's not in Nefil anymore. Now, if you're not in Nefil, it's a safek. Now, it was said on this Mishnah, met if he died within 30 days, and she goes and she gets a kiddushin to another person, she thought she was patru from the Yibum because of her son. Ravina Mishimed Rabasa Amar Ravina said in the name of Rava Im Eshet Israeli Holetzet. She should go back if she she was mitkadesh to some uh, Israel some Israel guy. She should go back to her brother-in-law get a halitza Holetzet. Ve'im Eshet Kohen. But if the new guy is a Kohen and a Holetzet, she should not get a halitza because if she gets a halitza, she's now a sur to the new guy who is a Kohen. And remember, a Kohen is a, is mutar be'almana, but not a, he's a he's a sur be'halutza. Rav Meshashia, Mishemed Ravas. So now, Rav Meshashia argues on Ravinan what Ravas says. Amar Ahat Zov Ahat Zov. No, they both get a Halitza. So now, we don't understand what uh, Ravas says. Does he say, does he say that she get, does uh, the one married to Kohen, the one who's Mitkadesh to Kohen, does she get a Halitza or not? So now, Amar the Ravina, the Rav Meshashia. No, no, so Ravina is kind of explained to Rav Meshashia. Be'urta Amaravach, you're right. At night, right, uh, last night, he, he said uh, exactly the way you said that uh, that they, they both get a halitzah. And in the morning, he you know he went back on what he was posek, and he said that she's uh, not holetzet. Amar le sharitu, you allow that? You allow the yebama lashuk without a halitzah? Here avad tishteru af tarba. Yehira son that you should even give a heter to eat the halev. Meaning, if you're already finding excuses for this uh, guy who's going uh, against the Divrei Hachamim, you're trying to uh, give him a leeway out, you're also going to find the leeway out for a guy eating halev. You're going to be matir everything. Baruch Hashem na'olam, amen ve'amen.